Morning of Medical presents Dr. G at the Heart of Healthcare. The mission of our podcast is to educate and empower, helping people see what's needed to navigate the healthcare system. In three parts, you will enjoy a story, the theme of the show, you will be educated with a teaching point, and you will be empowered with a valuable resource. Welcome to episode 15 of Dr. G at the Heart of Healthcare. I have a special guest here, Sandra, and we're going to talk about um, her program, the Essential Care Program at Essence Hospice. But first, we're just going to chat. How are you today? I am good. I am trying to get control of my emotions right now. Okay, everybody, you have to know what's going on. So she just dropped her first born off at college with a full scholarship to play football. Applause, everyone, okay? Because I did that too, you and I did that too. So we, congratulations on that. I I know it's emotional. How how are you holding up? I cried all day yesterday. It was Mm -hmm. a hot mess as soon as he dropped us off at the airport and I'm still right now I'm composed you might see a tear here and there um but I'm gonna be okay it's 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 gonna be okay but I am emotional I am very emotional and I thank god I've been very busy at work today so that's kind of distracted me so it's helped if not I'd be in bed right now just crying well you know hey they say hospice people are the most emotional. So I think we're fine. <laughs> we're in touch with our emotions, right? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So um, that's that's how it goes. Like, um, you know, I'm an empty nester already. I think you have a couple younger kids, right? I do. It's just different because, you know, when you have one who's your first and he was an only child for 10 years you're never going to be ready. And even though I have the other little ones, I still feel like part of me is missing. Like half of my heart is in Idaho right now. So yeah, uh, I, you'll never, it, people talk about it. And I, you know, until something happens to you, you don't really know how it can affect you. When it happens to you, you're like, oh my gosh, this is what everybody talks about. This is what you read about. This is what people are, are I see. And when you're when you see it and you can't relate, only people who can relate can understand that feeling, that emotion, that, oh my gosh, I get it. Been there. You're gonna get through it. And so the, those comp, those comments that help, that support has helped me. I know I'm gonna get through it. I know I'm being emotional and maybe dramatic. I know at the airport, my husband's like, okay, babe, um, you need to stop crying. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I know I'll be fine, but this is what you read about. And when you read it, you just can't relate at that point. But when it hits you and it happens, you're like, I get it. I now understand it 100 or 200%. That's good. And that's what we do in healthcare, right? We want people to, that's why I do the show. I want people to have the resource when they do go through it so they don't feel alone but you're not alone here mama um you know my other nickname is dr mama k i'm dr g but i'm actually dr mama k and um 
I can relate to those tears of, of, of taking them, but it's, it's just something to be proud of to raise a young man and send them off to college and almost driving up and down the street, taking them to practice. It turned into a scholarship. So that is wonderful. <laughs> I know. When we, when my husband and I are turning to one another and we're like high-fiving, we did it. We did it. Remember all those days and nights and early practices and paying for this training and that training and, and being tired and getting through it. It's kind of like, we have our son in college. I mean, that's huge. And it's on a full scholarship. That's even more huge. And yes. Yes. We <laughs> might have to meet at the spa after, after we get this show going. Yes. So let's, let's jump in. So, you know, uh, the relationship when you send your first first born to college for me, it turns into a, like, um, uh, not a manager, not a momager, you know, I'm not hovering, but they kind of consult us and we kind of are there for them when they need help with life skills. And I think that's a perfect segue for your program at Essence Hospice called the Essential Care Program and it's guided care management. And so I think it's, it's kind of similar. Now, I want to say to the audience, you know, if you've heard a lot about community palliative care or value-based care here in California, we haven't figured out the model completely. It's in the works, but there are a bunch of hospice agencies that are creating programs to help support individuals who are in and out of the hospital, who need help with their chronic conditions and comorbidities. And the essential care program is one of those. And I don't know a ton about it, but I do know people can come on for 60 days and they're kind of helped. Um, and a lot of people, actually, I remember when I was palliative care medical director at a, a hospice agency, people are scared of the H word. That's why my first episode was hospice is not a bad H word, but they would come on palliative care and often just you know, pathway of care onto hospice. So tell me about how you came up with the essential care program and what people get out of it. Like, just tell us about you. You can say where you're from, where your agency is and how you came up with the program. And I'm going to sit back and listen. Well, oh gosh, let me see, where can I start? Um, I've been in the healthcare industry for 19 years. Um, and yes, you're right. The H word is very scary. And that is why I love our program. Um, you know, when it comes to what we were discussing with families being scared and having to navigate the healthcare system, it's a lot. It's a lot to digest. It's a lot to take in. <clears throat> Essence here is, a, I don't want to say new company. We're a medium-sized company. We've grown a lot in the past years. Um I've been with Essence since March of 2021. So um, in that span of time, we have just grown here in Orange County. And with our essential care program, the way this program started mm -hmm. is we knew there was something we needed to do to be different in the industry, right? Um, because everybody in hospice, we all want to provide care right? We all want to provide the best, yes. the best care. There's no company out there that's going to say, oh, we're just going to provide whatever kind of care. No, we all want families to have peace of mind, comfort, the best care. But what else are you doing different? And so mm -hmm. our program, the essential care program, it, it provides that. We know that families need time 
to process what's happening. And, and like you said, the H word, it's, it's very scary, right? Um, so a lot of the times uh, everything's coming at them. Maybe they've had a lot of hospitalizations. Maybe they're at an oncology appointment and they realize like there's no more treatments. Now mm -hmm. they're being faced with the H word, the hospice, mm -hmm. or they're being newly diagnosed, but that newly diagnosed comes with, it's you just were diagnosed, but guess what? You're at this stage now. So you're now terminal. Um, it's shocking, right? We receive all this news. Mm -hmm. and what I tell families, um, and I know you asked me a lot of questions and I drew a blank. So if I'm going off, just guide me back on. So what I tell families is a lot of the time. You're fine. <laughs> thank you. A lot of the times everything's flying at you, right? And you feel like you're having mm. an outer body experience because you just are were told something and you're intaking maybe 20% of what you were just told. So you're listening to everything. It's overwhelming and you don't even know which way to go you're like, what just happened? Mm -hmm. Whether you're in the hospital, where you're at a doctor's appointment, everything's coming at you left and right. And this is why our essential care program is amazing. Because when families aren't ready, when they need time to process what's happening, when they're not ready for a hospice, because they just heard it. And a lot of the times, what do people think right away with the H word? They think the end. Right. Yeah. They're the age and they're right away. Everybody, what do we do? We Google. We Google every every diagnosis, every word, everything. We Google everything, and then they come and then they say, um, "We're not ready for this. We're we're not ready to give up." And then, right. And what I tell families is, no, you're not giving up, but um, you know, you're also not seeking any more aggressive treatments. Um, you're now going home. What does home look like to you when you go home? What does the support mm -hmm. look like to you when you don't, when you're going home? It's a lot. It's a lot to process. And again, sometimes when it's coming at you and like every human being, when you are given so much information, you're just listening to maybe 20%, right? So at that point, you're not ready to make any decision. And that's what our essential care program does. It is a program that allows families to be followed. It provides a nurse. So a nurse comes in and she's with the family once a week. She's providing resources, support. She's helping, having the family, how do you manage what's happening? And we can work alongside, like if you have home health, if you have palliative care, we're working along, we're all a team. Because the point is the patient care. And that's why we created this program. We wanted to give back to our families. We wanted to give back to the community. And we wanted to be different so that people got to know Essence as a company. And so that way, when the need for hospice comes up, hey, yeah, we, you know, Essence is so great. They have all these families with this complimentary program. They're able to do that because they're providing like resources and support and education and care management. And we're working along and we're bridging levels of communication with the doctor, the primary, the specialist, or even, I know our nurses even get on the phone and talk with insurances. Um, and wow. I hate doing that. I <laughs> it's time consuming. And, and you have to remember too, a lot of the times, um, a lot of our patients, they're older. 
right? Mm -hmm. Most of our patients are older. And so mm -hmm. if they don't have somebody to help them navigate that healthcare system, they might not have the computer. They might not have the time to sit on the phone and talk to somebody. Maybe they don't even know which way to go, which way to navigate. So our program allows for a nurse to come in and make sure they're helping um, explain like this is what you are new, newly diagnosed with this is what you're going to exp be experiencing this is what can happen from stage one to stage two this is the support we can offer you these are the um, resources that you might want to look into let's let's go online right now let's help you um it's a program so that the family doesn't feel alone or the mm. patient, right they don't feel alone and a lot of the times that's when what they need because a lot of the times and the nurse will say, you know, you weren't ready for hospice when you were at the hospital. You, what are, what is your fear about hospice? And when you sometimes listen to the fears, you understand it's, it, it, I don't know, I'm not ready. It's the end and I'm not ready to give up. And it's a matter of them understanding. It doesn't mean that. It just means you're now needing a higher level of care. You're yes. somebody to come into your home because guess what? At two o'clock in the morning, when your loved one is not feeling good and you're thinking, oh my gosh, we got to go to the hospital versus if there's no need, if you call hospice and you explain my mom, my dad, they've been throwing up since 2 a.m. What can I do? Then they're going to say, we're on our way. Start them on this medication. We're on our way. If there's a change in condition, we're on our way. So a lot of the times going back to the program is when someone takes the time to process what's happening, um, then it's a better transition, right? So we like to call it our, it's called our essential care program, but it's basically our transitional program. So when they're comfortable now making that decision, sometimes the nurse will, um, the patient or family members say, so how is this different than hospice? Like, is this similar to hospice? And we're like, oh gosh, hospice is a lot better yes just a little help this is to kind of guide you to be there to support you to help you with resources for the nurse to come in and say oh let's call your doctor because you're feeling this way you're taking all these meds and did you tell the hospital that you were taking these at home because now they sent you with these and they're they're interfering with one another so it's those things that people don't see um and then it's helping them and helping them understand and it's getting them to that comfort or now that they process what's happening, then it's an easier transition into hospice. So to me, the program makes a difference whether the family's not ready mentally, they're not ready. They need a couple of days, but they still need the support. Mm -hmm. Maybe their loved one, they feel they're not physically there, but maybe in a month they'll be ready. So our program helps them. They're there with them throughout their, them every single week, helping address those concerns, those, those questions, those issues that it could be a simple phone call. Like, no, you don't have to go to the hospital. Let's call your primary care physician, or let's call your, your house doctor. Let's let them know that you're experiencing this. Um, what does she recommend? So it's just a beautiful program. I'm a huge advocate of our program. I, I feel that when people are comfortable, they make the best decisions. They have to trust the process. And a lot of the times that takes time. 
Yeah, you know, that's what I was going to say. You just said beautiful. And that is a beautiful um, community service education program. Sounds like you guys have. because and, and making a difference in our broken healthcare system. Because I've seen in my work with hospice that people often do feel abandoned by the healthcare system. And, you know, their primary doctor, their oncologist. We're talking about cancer because that's the one that's typically faster than the other diseases we we have in hospice care like COPD or heart failure. But just, you know, for everyone listening, you know, um, you may be feeling that. And so a lot of hospice agencies are creating these programs to help support you while you're dealing with these chronic issues because the emergency rooms can't deal with the, the load of everyone coming in just for IV fluids or for a UTI and why not have a nurse come over and have a doctor like me on call help you. You know, it's, it's just awesome. And I hope we can get this palliative care right, you know, in our society so that, you know, it's everywhere for people, but, but bravo to you guys for having this guided care management. How did, I, I wonder how they came up with the name Essence. I was at the Essence Festival recently, so I'm wondering... <laughs> about how you came up with that name i i don't know exactly it just when i started with essence it's it kind of was perfect and our logo and everything and so when we um wanted to also bring the program here um we were trying to think of a name that would kind of flow and we know it's essential right it is it is it's needed in this healthcare system it's needed that support, that guidance, all that stuff that families and patients aren't aware of. Um, it just helps them because you can get lost. Um, it's frustrating, it's overwhelming. And when you're there and you don't know which way to turn, which way to go, what do you do? You put your hands up in the air and you're like, I can't, mm -hmm. I can't. This is, I think it's a life-changing event. Anytime you hear the word hospice, right? Yeah. It's a life changing event. And that's why I love the program because when you are faced with a life changing event, you are not in your right mindset and everything's coming at you. And so when you feel the support and the guidance and you have somebody holding your hand, that is why I love our program because we don't come in pushing like, oh, you need to be on hospice. No, we are there. We are talking to you. You have an actual nurse. It's not just anyone. It's an actual nurse with the background. So they're coming and they're, they're, they're telling uh, the family, tell me what's going on. You know, I think what happens a lot of the times is uh, what I find at least being in healthcare for 19 years is a lot of the times people are just being told everything. Yeah of listening right yeah. so instead of uh, shared decision making exactly so my biggest thing is when i'm talking to a family my first question is is this a good time to talk because i want to be respectful that maybe they're dealing with a lot at that moment and they just picked up their phone because i do that sometimes i'm like um yeah you know what uh let me take a minute uh no let me call you in five minutes and i want to be respectful of somebody's time especially if i'm getting that call of hey can you talk to this family about hospice and then they might be in the hospital and might meet maybe it's not the right time maybe they need can i call you after i leave the hospital i want to be respectful and then when i do get them on the phone i want to hear about 
what they're what's going on. Tell me about your loved one. They people want to be heard. Yep. Want to know you understand what's happening, what their concern is. So then you can offer the right solution. Sometimes um, I say, you know what? I'm listening to you. Um, I don't think you're quite ready for hospice yet. I, your your loved one is ready physically, but mentally, I want you to be 100% sure that you've you've looked at everything because what I don't want you to do is come on a hospice and then you change your mind about you want to try this procedure, you want to try that. That's another good thing about our program is when somebody is borderline, like, well, I'm not sure I might want to do this plurex catheter or I might want to do this last treatment. I want to make sure people feel when peace of mind with their decisions. That's another thing about the program is we come in and we help, we help them, we guide them. And we say, yeah, you know what, let's go to the nurse will say, let me go to your appointment with you, to your oncologist. We'll ask these questions. We'll make sure that, okay, is this the last treatment or is this this? And it helps people feel like they're the ones making that decision and they feel like they're making the informed decision. Yes. They're not just being rushed into something because when you're rushed into something, then later on you're questioning it and you're saying, did I make the right decision? Yeah. I never want, I always put myself in other people's shoes. Um, I think that's, I love my job. <laughs> people think hospice is hard. They'll say, how do you do hospice? That must be so hard. And I genuinely love hospice because you're making a difference in people's lives when they need it the most yes families and individuals yes you're you're making it such a humbling experience it's you're helping them you're guiding them you're you're offering peace of mind and I think you keep saying you keep saying my tagline Morning Dove Medical offering peace of mind in healthcare. It's that's what it is. It's, it is to me. It's important that somebody feels that that pressure is off. Like, yes, oh my gosh, I made that right decision. And that mm-hmm. again, I, that is why I'm a big advocate about of our program because when you feel that you had time to process and you understand what's really happening. When you, that nurse meets with you and says, you know what, let's give it another week. Let's see how she does this week. Let's see if she continues to decline. Um, and then you'll be surprised. Sometimes we get a call right away within the nurse lease and says, you know, we, we sat around, we talked about it. We were so comfortable with your nurse and we know hospice is the right decision. Or sometimes they just need those two weeks. Like they're not ready. They need mm-hmm. to. And mm-hmm. that's what we want. We want people to feel they're making that 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 decision on their terms um and of course though when sometimes it's hard for people to see that but when they have that nurse without pressure saying this is what's happening this is mm-hmm. what's going on this yeah happening within a week once they see it then they they trust it right because then they're like the nurse was right oh my gosh we do need this you're right yeah we needed somebody at 2 a.m Mm -hmm. It's good lead time because, you know, a lot of these conversations should be happening sooner. You know, what what do they say? The median hospice stay is 18 days. And we know people can be eligible for 
six months or an unlimited amount of benefit periods that people don't benefit because they're afraid of the H word or, or the communication is not happening as they are taking a decline in the trajectory of the disease. And so I love this program that you're doing because you're really being able to educate them and give them the information they need so they they can benefit from it when the time comes. So I just want to highlight some of the actual things that occur in the program just for, for everyone listening. So guided care management, and there's a list here in the brochure. And not that you're, you know, if you don't live in Orange County, obviously you're not going to benefit, but there may be something in your city and your, in your state or your town that, that you have some criteria that you can look into for a program to help you with things when you have chronic issues. Um, I also am going to add to the show notes, um, Get Palliative Care. That is um, a website by CAPSI. You can actually put your zip code in there and maybe find an agency near you. But let me talk about some of the things that you guys help coordinate. And I call that care coordination. So home care, home health, in-home support services, IHSS is what it's called in California. Placement. Sometimes, you know, of course, caregivers, you are doing the best you can for your loved one, but sometimes you need professionals to take care of, of some of those uh, needs, and it's beyond the scope of, you know, caregiving. It's, it's, it's skilled nursing, and so that's what that's for, or, or memory care if it's advanced dementia, and maybe they're wandering and they need a place to live where they're secure, and they're safe, and they, they, they're able to socialize and have a routine, and uh, let's see, you guys help with advanced directives, power of attorney, the pulse form, that yeah. hot pink form, um, it, one, yes, right? it, yes, it may have a different name in other states, but it's basically uh, the POLE stands for Physician Orders for Life-Sustaining Treatment. And it's you saying, hey, you know, if I'm not breathing or, or if, you know, whatever's going on, this is what I want. And, and it's so important for you to make those decisions before we're in the emotional uh, high stakes, you know, chaos of healthcare so that you know your wishes and your wishes are honored. You know, we talked about that on National Healthcare Decisions Day. But anyway, next, uh, let's see, you guys help with Medi-Cal, Medicare, Disability, Lifeline, Pharmacy Assistance, Primary Care Physician Services, Transportation, and the Hospice Counseling that you've been saying. Um, so what, what is that uh, Lifeline? I guess I, that's the only thing on here that doesn't look familiar to me. Um, you know those life alerts? So yeah, sometimes people don't know, okay, where do I go? What do I do? What resources do we have? So we give them all these, we don't provide you right. All these things, we offer them the resources. Um, So we let them know, okay, you have these options, your loved ones at home alone. Have you looked into this life alert or this um, medical device? So we want them to start looking at, all of these medical equipment or devices that can make sure um, if there's a, you know, a child that lives out of state or a loved one that lives out of state, you're, you're making sure they're well taken care of. Maybe they're having falls. So those life alerts, those are resources for having those medical devices. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. Like I said, it was so good to connect with you. So glad Morning Dove could partner with you guys and and look forward to doing great things. But I want to leave the listeners with this 
this beautiful uh, part in this brochure, it says Essence Essential Care Program offers a guided pathway in navigating your healthcare needs. When it matters most, you want someone you can lean on who will help prepare and empower you as your healthcare needs change. Sounds like we're kindred. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on your show and, and, you know, bringing light to the difference that not only our program does, but what hospice does too. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. Peace. Please visit our website, morningdovemedical.com or any of our social media platforms to ask questions and make requests for future shows. Spread the word by sharing episodes and let's make the culture hospice friendly. Our podcast can be enjoyed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Bullhorn, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Please subscribe and share. Peace.